Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello! 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 And sadly, for you guys, no special guest this week, just the three of you against the world. Oh man! I'm special, but in a different way. That's what Matt tells me. Ah, okay. Y- y- you're not special on this pod, there, love. I am. I can just... read. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, yes. Well, they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric and avid reader, and <laughs> Dick Fates, our half orc barbarian, currently trapped in an emerald. Well. <laughs> And that'll bring us on to, let's say, a little bit of a recap. So, over the last few episodes, you were joined by our friends from the Lucky Die podcast as their uh, Dragonborns, Orloff and Drekka, who, turned out, were secretly working for one Maximilian Landron. And they had a very specific order, which was keep Sophia alive for whatever nefarious reason Maximilian doesn't want you dead. And... Well, I think they did their job. They certainly helped you guys clear out Joseph Landrin's stronghold. They helped you go through all the way to his office, defeated him, killed his thralls, killed his ghasts, and then you found his secret little sanctum, survived against the uh, bone swarm trap he'd laid for you, survived a finger of death to the face. I think Tommy caught that one. And then um, Tommy was our resident vampire slayer staking him through the heart, breaking the uh, necromatic magic, dusting our first vampire, and uh, kind of keeping you all alive. Well done, Tommy. Yeah, boy. That's With a cheap. nice assist from Sophia, pointing out where the magic was coming from. Exactly. Recognize. Yeah. That's, that's pr- probably Tommy's finest hour, at least in this arc. When <laughs> showing off to your girlfriend. Hey, I mean, been a while. <laughs> All right, it's, it's it's been a long while. Mrs. My girlfriend follows me everywhere. So <laughs> my girlfriend he doesn't remember who the fuck I am. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> your Stockholm syndrome girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how how well, else do you get girlfriends? To, uh... I mean, <laughs> it's true. But uh, you might be able to find out a bit more about that soon. Who knows? Maybe. Mm. But, yes, you defeated Joseph Landrin, and unfortunately, though, when you returned to his office, you had Big Daddy Landrin waiting for you, old Maxi Boy himself. He was casually reclining in an armchair, waiting for the uh, group of you to get out of what he now claimed was his basement, as it seems he has uh, repropriated this uh, stronghold to be his own little base of operations. You found, well... Solara there, but no Dick Fate as he had gone off wandering. But before we get to that, you guys had a chat with Maximilian. He dismissed Orloff and Drekka. Drekka is still in his employ. Orloff actually quit and decided that she did not want to work for him anymore. He didn't seem to take immediate uh, revenge on that. He seemed happy that whatever contracts he had were fulfilled and was willing to let them go. Hence the joys of lawful evil, you know. But yes. <laughs> But yes, he let those two leave, and you guys sort of confronted him with their assistance originally on, like, striking some sort of deal here. Because he was in a 
he was in a talking mood, not a smiting mood. And eventually, you guys agreed to work for him in some capacity. Not, like, bound to his word entirely, but pretty much a he'll give you a mission, you guys will do it, but he's not going to... He, he won't push the boat too far if you don't want him to kind of thing. He's not going to say, go go murder the village or something like that. You know, nothing too mm-hmm. objectionable. He hasn't told you exactly what he wants from you yet, but you kind of entered this agreement. Deal was struck, hands were shook, all was going well. So we had to find out what happened to Mr. Fate, and, well, our resident plague doctor, Dr. Trask, one of Maximilian's... Uh, trusted confidants came into the room and dropped a large emerald onto the table that you could just see the silhouette of one half-orc barbarian inside. And that was kind of where we ended the episode. Yep. We're not surprised. Yeah. So did you roll a new character then, Bunkle? <laughs> no, he's just no. here. I, I'm, 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 you, 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 I'm waiting for you guys to save me. I mean, how much, yeah. How much, how much oxygen is there in a gem? I'm, I'm really interested to know. Ooh, well, Do I actually hope it's have magical. to breathe while I'm in it? I mean, oh. these are all good questions. <laughs> Let's shall we ask Maximilian Landrin then, shall we? <laughs> oh, Maxi boy. Uh, yeah. So that looks very much like uh, like our colleague in there, who perhaps has gone a bit wondering. Uh, is he still alive? Maximilian, kind of furrows his brow. You can see that he's a very stoic man, doesn't let a lot show, but he certainly was not expecting this. And uh, you can't tell Trask's expression because he's wearing his uh, Plague Doctor getup, so you can't really see how he looked about bringing this uh, gem into the room. But Maxi certainly has a look of what the fuck as he picks up the emerald and kind of inspects it a little bit, focuses his eyes on it, and you guys actually learned all the way back in Arc 1 that Maximilian has a bit of an ability to kind of understand magic that's been cast near him and in his area. And given that he's laid claim to this stronghold, you probably can imagine that he has sight over things. And this one in particular, he stares out for a little while. You don't see him cast any particular spell, but eventually he just sort of nods and goes, I see... Seems your friend has fallen prey to an imprisonment spell. Minimus Containment, I believe it is. A devastatingly powerful ability. One that is quite difficult to remove. He is alive of a sort. In fact, he can see and hear us right now. He doesn't need to age. He won't age. He doesn't need to breathe or eat. But he cannot communicate with us, and none of our spells will reach him. So, how do we get him out then? Well, ending this spell, unfortunately, requires unique circumstances. Normally, it involves some sort of specific set of actions that are required to release this person. You could alternatively use very powerful magic, but I would require the components used to create the spell, and unfortunately they are not here. I get the impression that the magic that was cast throughout this stronghold was not that of Joseph's. Fortunately, it was likely Darius who cast the incantations here. Joseph was too much of a fool 
not particularly skilled in the arcane arts. It seems, if I am judging this item correctly, the way to destroy it, it must be shattered by someone of Landrin blood who is no longer amongst the living. And he puts the gem back down on the table. That is a rather unfortunate combination. Yeah, I mean... And Tommy kind of looks at... Like a vampire, at, or, or are we saying properly dead? T- Tommy kind of looks at um, Sophia and looks at uh, Max and goes, so um, both of you very much alive then, yeah? Yes. I would expect that Darius cast this so that only he could remove it. That is a problem, because that means the deal we just struck, you are now a man down... I was expecting to have the three of you to work for me. You are now much weaker as a unit. Would Darius not undo the spell? (laughs) Well, he certainly wouldn't do at my request. And, well, perhaps I should illuminate you a little bit as to why I'm even here. One of my goals is to make sure that Darius is no longer counted amongst the living or undead, whatever you want to classify him as. I wish to see an end to Clan Nostra and this pitiful remnant of our family that is holed up here. I want them removed from the picture. You want me to kill some more vampires then? And Tommy looks quite happy at this prospect. Yes, Mr. Hawkins. That is exactly what I will be tasking you with. I would also like the return of my son. He seems to be at their uh, invite right now. David's here. He is, yes. He is with Darius and Rebecca. Do you know if he's here on his own free will or not? From what I've been able to glean, he was gifted to them. I am uncertain why, but it was certainly not through his own free will. Did the Crimson Tongue give him, like, buy one, get one free or something? I am not entirely sure of her machinations, but... Whether the goal was to gain something from the vampires or simply distract me, I do require David to be returned safely. So, I am here. I am here to deal with this issue. Though, in some ways, perhaps she has done me a favour, because I was already making moves against Darius and Rebecca. You may have perhaps seen Joseph's state, starved and ravenous. Feral, you can thank me for that. Well, he's uh, very much not counted amongst the undead anymore. Good. I suspected as much when you exited the tunnel. So that's one member of the family dealt with. Time to go deal with the others. However, for my plan to work, frankly, I don't think you're up to the task right now. If the pair of you go in there, you're going to die. And that would be an issue. If Solara's here, you could... I don't know, give her back whatever you took from her, and there would be three of us again. Unfortunately, I cannot. Or, well, I will not. For two reasons. One, you think I would give up a very direct piece of leverage over you for no good reason, except what, to mildly improve your fighting prowess? She wasn't that skilled to begin with anyway. I don't think you'll miss her. And secondly... Even if I was inclined to return her powers and memory, Nahar is not here. 
He is the reason I have intelligence on our wayward family members, and he is in their castle right now, disguised and feeding information when he can. He hang on. He's the one who would have to free her mind. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Solara's condition being returned was part of our deal. So I know you've got his leverage, very nice for you, but that is exactly part of the reason why we agreed to these demands in the first place. So yes, while we, we maybe can't do it right now, it is definitely still on the cards to be done as soon as we can. As soon as we see Nahar. I mean, if you wish to take Solara into the den of a pack of bloodthirsty vampires, undead and other horrors, completely defenceless, just so that you can find Nahar, then be my guest. I would recommend, however, that she stays here, relatively safe, and then you return with Nahar, and he can complete the end of our bargain. Right. Trust me, I did not lie to you. I will restore her once... We are on even footing, and what I need to have done here is completed. Right. I have no need for her after that. We also have a uh, dwarf coming on an airship. Uh, the uh, the old woman in the uh, in the town, the one that led us here, was she one of your pawns as well? Like an Esmeralda. He thinks for a moment, and then when you say the name, he goes, "Ah, uh, no, she was one of Joseph's." She leads unsuspecting fools here for him to feast upon so that he can bypass the uh, unfortunate plague that has ravaged the town. He's skimming off the top, if you will. Right. So hopefully she's not going to interfere with the dwarf. I'm guessing she's open. He's coming here as well to get eaten. So he should be here in a few. Well, was it tomorrow? I can't remember now. Did we say tomorrow? He said two days. Two days, so yeah. yeah. Not tomorrow, the day after, I suppose. Day after, yeah. Yes, I imagine if she thinks you're dead, there is no reason for her to interfere with his arrival. He will simply be desert. Hmm. Fine. So, yeah, you're right. We are at somewhat of a disadvantage unless we can get Dick out of his emerald. What exactly were you planning on us doing? Just storming the gates with three people? Child, you underestimate me by a great deal. I would have thought I taught you much better than that. Perhaps your schooling was inadequate. No, you're not going to just run at the castle gates and get yourself slaughtered. As I said, Nahar has already been feeding me information. There is a way into the castle that, though unsavory, I'm sure you will excel at crawling through. You will be able to infiltrate at least past the main force. That said, the castle itself is full of foes. That will quite happily rend you limb from limb. I will leave it up to you whether you think stealth or a direct assault inside is better. But what I will say is this. Darius and Rebecca do command quite a horde of undead, most of which do not just simply hang around the castle all day long. They patrol, they control the island, they protect the castle walls, so on and so forth. If Darius and Rebecca are alerted to your invasion... I expect they will start to draw forces inside, so it would perhaps be best to avoid too much direct conflict until you reach a point of safety and have found David. My plan was a relatively straightforward one. You infiltrate, you find David, and then once that's happened, you will contact me, and I will distract their larger forces, leaving them open 
for you to go after Darius and Rebecca directly. They will still be protected, of course, but you won't have to deal with everything they have at their disposal. How do we contact you? He reaches into his uh, cloak in a pocket and pulls out a spell scroll and says, The scroll has the message spell worked into it. You may use it to contact me. Okay. And you said if we go in as we are, just the two of us, we're going to get slaughtered. So what's the plan now? He snaps his fingers and two people suddenly appear visible within the room. One is someone you recognize immediately, Sophia. You recognize Arcanist Willem, a slightly older gentleman, very bushy beard, long hair, hairy eyebrows, big, kind of comfy-looking mage robe. He looks, now that you maybe know more about your father, you realize he looks very disarming, like a, a friendly old man who probably is not that friendly. And on the other side of the room, you see a younger woman, a woman whose picture I'm going to show you all. You see a woman who has sort of light blue skin, almost in places slightly amphibianish looks. She appears to not be human, but perhaps not a race either of you have ever seen before, one that certainly wasn't native to your continent. She's also dressed in quite elaborate mage robes and... I don't know, um, Uncle, how would you like to describe your new character? Um, yeah, uh, basically she's, you know, you're, uh, well, I suppose, like you say, kind of, kind of like a very slim build, very, you would almost say like elf-like in the way that she carries herself, thinks quite a lot of herself, and uh, yeah, it's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Nice. If you had much time to prepare for this? Like three weeks. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. And you uh, also realize on these two just suddenly appearing in the room, which had things turned sour, you were always very outnumbered. Tommy's Tommy's actually going to just give him a little clap. You're like, bravo, bravo. Yes. Uh, I didn't see you. So that was quite a party trick. It's always best to come to negotiations prepared. Willem, do I like him? Do I know him well? Or is... You, as a child, would have found him probably the most likable of all your father's friends. Uh, he's a little bit standoffish, but he always kind of gave you that kindly vibe. Mm. You're not really sure how much that would hold up, given what you now probably know better about your father and the sort of company he keeps. But he never tortured me or anything. No, he was pretty, he was mostly involved in like your father's like magical endeavors, very bookish, very kept to himself, that kind of thing. Oh, that's okay then. Right. I could work with that. Is the, um, is the emerald uh, still on the table, by the way? It is, yes. Okay, I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to go hop over it and just be like, uh, hang, in, hang in there, mate. You'll be all right. I know you can hear us. I know you can't do anything, but yeah, just, uh, just hang in there. I'm just going to tap on the glass a little bit, just... <laughs> and then I'm going to pick it up. And I'm, going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to pop him in my bag of holding. Just eat him, then he'll be safe. Quite funny. Just get it, just eat an emerald, yeah, until yeah. I have to shit it out again. 
No yeah. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's just in, just a safe in a pocket dimension with a uh, diamond-encrusted skull of uh, Grazitz and the Necronomicon. It'll be fine in there. Don't worry. Yeah. Clink it around. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got something to read in there. What more does he want? Exactly. <laughs> we'll put the telescope in there and turn it on so he's got a bit of light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh... Maximilian does go, for those of you unfamiliar, this is Arcanist Willem. He is my personal magister. And this is his student, Brittany. I believe she is of adequate skill to accompany you. I'm really trying not to laugh. Okay. <laughs> Have I missed something? She's literally called Brittany. Yeah. yeah, and? I don't know. I'm just... It's Brittany, bitch. It's just... Uh, it's literally the whole reason. Exactly. <laughs> and I just, it, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just looking at Bunkle's face. And that's what's making me laugh. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> you've been given a plan. You've potentially been given a new party member. Do you have any questions before Max uh, dismisses you all? Wait a minute, wait a minute. They're both coming with us, right? Willem isn't, no. Brittany's coming all with right. you. Because, and if you question him on that, he will elaborate a little bit further. Yes. As I say, once you have located David and you are making ready your attack upon Darius and Rebecca, which, just to note, I would recommend trying to attack them separately. Darius is an exceptionally skilled sorcerer, and Rebecca is, well, one would say monstrous in direct combat. They are a formidable duo, and fighting them together will likely be the death of you all. Once you have contacted me, I will distract their forces. I will use the resources at my command. And he sort of nods towards both Willem and Trask. We will make ourselves the clear and present threat, which will stop some of their worst defenders coming to their aid. But be aware, once we kick things into motion, you will have limited time. I will only be able to distract them for so long. In my head, I'm just thinking, why am I doing Why are we doing this? Why don't we just do it himself? Because he doesn't, he wants us. Because we're expendable, basically. Yeah, well, have a dog it, and bark yourself. If it doesn't work with us, he can send someone else. If it doesn't work yeah. with him and he gets his ass kicked, then it's not a good luck. He didn't want me to die, and now he's sending me into fucking danger. He didn't want you to die, so he could send you into fucking danger. <laughs> yeah. You should know, Sophia. We trust the blood. You are noble, therefore you can get this done. Oh, yeah, totally. Tokes, tokes. <laughs> right, so we have to get one of them to try and open the gem to get Dick Fate out, which is virtually non impossible. And... Well, we need, yeah, we need to get a Landron. So I'm guessing there are other undead Landrons around. I mean, we could kill your brother and resurrect him. No, none of these options. Good thinking outside of the box, but no. All right, well... So, we got, it. so I'm going to uh, going to have a look at um, going to look Brit- Brittany up and down and be like, oh, so uh, you're our buddy. Been getting a lot of new buddies recently. Uh, w- what do you do then? I uh, I don't think that I would call myself your buddy, but you know, um, companion for this trip. Yeah, sure. Why not? 
Um, but yeah, uh, you'll find out. Don't 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 panic, my dear. Don't panic. All right, Valley Girl, got it. Um, <laughs> pretty much the only voice that I can do. <laughs> I mean, when Tommy refers to that, I must must mention that there is a place in um in Baradin called the Valley uh, where some of the rich girls live. <laughs> just uh, you see, just um, Solara leans into uh, Sophia and goes, "I don't like her." <laughs> <laughs> just fine. remember, we wear pink on Wednesdays. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm expecting a lot of finger snapping as well. <laughs> in my mind, I, I see Brittany in these like these like soft blue robes that match her skin, and they are just fucking immaculate, like <laughs> pressed, like not a speck of dirt or grime, despite the disrepair of this uh, stronghold. Just like literally, just magically uh, looking perfect. Oh, you know <laughs> it. I think I think the the only thing she's missing now is is a few betas just orbiting her, but. <laughs> That is not me. You can fuck right off. <laughs> well, not when you're girlfriends there, no. <laughs> so so we, you want me to just leave... Shit, my girlfriend's name's gone away. <laughs> uh, she's called Solara. Uh, she's been this for some time now. <laughs> I see one other ladies. woman and all of a sudden... <laughs> maybe, 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 I, maybe I should get someone to write it down so you can read it. Oh, I am going to choose to ignore that. And <laughs> just blame the stress of the situation. Yes, yes, love. Yes. Okay. You, you want me to leave Solara here? And who's going to protect Solara from all of you? You saying you cannot trust me, daughter Dirus? No, I'm saying I cannot trust you. I mean, it's got especially part, not with Trask. It's got to be part of our guarantee, hasn't it? You keep her safe and alive. I can give you my word that no harm will come to Solara while she is under my care, and I can assure you that her staying here is far like more likely to give her a chance of survival than traipsing through the woods to an undead-infested castle with the three of you. She is defenceless. If you wish to be so foolhardy as to take her with you, that is on your head. My I'm just going to look at Salara and... Because she's her own woman, motherfuckers. Mm. And uh, ask her if she feels safe enough to stay. So you're just going to see like a mage hand, like floating up in front of you, offering you a bar of soap. Oh, <laughs> think. Bitch, please, <laughs> back off. Tommy's going to take, take a look at the bar of soap recognize it's a branded bar of soap and just take it <laughs> i mean you know so, so, soap's hard to come by in the wilderness and and to be honest i mean that's that's some pretty expensive shit <laughs> <laughs> so, like is it dove or palm olive or something fucking oh no no it's it's, it's something you, you you only buy in like those kind of boutique shops you know it's like ah, um, okay. it's, it's, it's got some kind of random like Standal wooden blue bergamot in and stuff like that, and who the fuck knows what it's going to smell like? But you know, it costs like twenty five quid. I'm straight does. Oh. <laughs> so that's going in the bag of holding. <laughs> it's um. Oh my god. Yeah, it it it, it Dick's um gem on the way down. This fucking bag of holding, Jesus Christ! I love the bag of holding. 
Yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> it holds everything. It holds 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 the most dangerous book in the um probably in all the planes in there. It holds my buddy in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> holds some random shit we found. Now some soap. Oh, I love it. Anyway, Solara, are you okay? She looks around a little bit. She looks at your father, Trask, at the group of you, and you can see she doesn't really like the idea, but goes, I absolutely hate to say this, but your father's right. If I go with you, I, like I was here, I'm nothing more than a lead weight right now, and frankly, I am defenseless. Hell, even if you give me a weapon, I barely know how to use one. I will die without my magic. I I can't go with you right now. If you bring this Nahar back and he can restore me, then I'll gladly join you all on the front lines again. But right now, I, I'm a liability. And at least your father seems to be a man of his word. To what degree, I don't know. But right now, it's a better option than just traipsing along behind you as a weakness. Okay. Okay. We will, um, okay. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, yeah. Let's do this, I guess, then. Okay. Um, I have a question, generally. Are you guys looking to rest up and go in the morning, or do you want to immediately head out? Because he will give you directions on where to travel through the island to get to the entrance that he's aware of. I think it's smart. We haven't had a rest. Um, yeah. Probably to, to to rest up and be 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 fully prepared. It also means we're that bit closer to um, Rurik coming. And getting us as the, as the as the cavalry. There is We're... no no time limit, is there? Well, he doesn't seem doesn't seem to be. And I, I guess unless someone finds us, um, how, having killed Joseph, not that I think they'd be particularly looking. So it does. I don't. I don't think so. I think we're we're here on a kind of a spec op kind of thing. Stask and Dad fly. No yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. You, you asked as Sophia rather than as well. My bad. Can't you tell the accent is severely different? You got. You guys all sound the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he uh, sort of steeples his fingers and goes. Eventually, Joseph will be missed, but certainly not for some time. He was somewhat ousted as a family member, and frankly, the impression I have is they didn't care too much about him. Eventually something will come by to check on him. We will dispatch of that something. And then when they don't report back, perhaps more forces will come. But that will buy us quite a few days. I don't think we need to worry if you need to rest up before you head out. The castle is about two days' journey by foot through the woods away. But I would suggest that is better than trying to navigate through the village and go the direct route. At least in the woods, you are less likely to alert the more sentient forces. No. Does that mean that we should probably, we could, we have time to wait for, no, I probably don't have time to wait for Rorik, do we? Which is uh, possibly pushing it. I think we'll just, he'll just, uh, I guess he'll just arrive and we'll, we'll, we'll coordinate with him when he gets in, if we're nearby. Yeah. But I think we probably want to make a move. But, um, it's nice of your dad to give you one more night with the girlfriend, though, before you have to go, so that's good. Yeah. I don't want to leave her. Let's, uh, well, um, I'm guessing we'll go find somewhere to kip, really, in uh, Joseph's old stuff. Settees look quite comfortable. Um, the sex settees. I mean, yeah, I'm, 
I have a black. Oh my god, have you seen those couches? They look so amazing. <laughs> oh yes, hello, Brittany. Uh, yeah, I guess, but we can't really fit one in the bag of holding. So <laughs> unless, unless you unless you've got somewhere to stash it, it's uh, yeah, you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. What did you say? I said, uh, yeah, but they're a bit too big for the bag of holding. So unless you've got somewhere <laughs> to stash it, I think we might have to leave them. Um, no, uh, yeah, no, not going to bring a couch. Seems like a bit of a waste of time, if you ask me. But then again, so does waiting. And you want to wait. Yeah, well, you're hey. fresh, aren't you? So yeah. you've not just been vampire hunting like us. But once you've been vampire hunting and you've taken a few slaps, you might feel slightly different about it yeah no well don't tend to get involved with that kind of thing well you yeah would uh would would probably hinder our, the uh you know the pursuit of perfection and well as you can see i'm well on my way all right so cookson how long is it going to be before you kill this character <laughs> <laughs> that's all right i'm loving it so far <laughs> How many eye rolls can I do throughout this? <laughs> just, just imagine Flo is perpetually eye rolling. Yeah. Um, for those of you curious, he is playing a uh, Veldalcan, which is a very curious race. They are uh, exceptionally rare, but uh, should be glad that you finally met one. Doesn't she fucking really? know it though? Mm. <laughs> oh yes, <yeah>, she does. <laughs> But nobody has asked me, so... Uh, nobody cares what, yet. Prove what yourself. the fuck are you? What the fuck are you here? <laughs> what the fuck are you? How lovely. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not hugely comfortable in this. So I think it might, might make some sense for me and Sophia to do watches. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I really... Whilst, whilst like... Whilst we've made this deal with you, Dad, and everything like that, and everything seems to be going all right, I I've just just have this feeling that like tomorrow we're just going to wake up in a bathtub missing a kidney. So why is it always a kidney? I don't know. I don't know. They 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 do well on the black market, I think. <laughs> I have no experience of this. Don't ask me any more questions. Um, yeah. I, I mean, but if we do do watches, I don't think we're going to get much sleep because there's only two of us doing watches. We'd have to do an extra long, long rest. Yes, exactly. Mm. Well, so so if it, Solara can do one. She could at least wake us. Yeah. I think we'll just we'll just we'll just we'll just do just figure something out rather than spend loads of time like working out the numbers and stuff. That we all kind of have a rest and we all it takes as long as it takes for us to all have a rest plus have watches. No, but I really like to draw out this part of the pod because I think it's super interesting. For the rest I, I, I mean, I mean, I tell you what, we'll, we'll talk about it later, love, and we can we can work out the maths later. Just <laughs> just, just for you. Thanks. Yeah. How does that sound? And then we'll, we can move on <laughs> with a with a bored valley girl just like looking at her nails every so often, and just like. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she's probably going to be look. Depending upon what you guys do, she's probably going to be looking over at Max and Willem as to. Does she follow you guys, or does she act normally? Because it's wouldn't she wouldn't normally follow you, or if she's being told to, she will. Yeah, if you look over, Willem gives you a little nod, like, go on, you know what you need to do. Yep. 
Okay. Right. Oh, I don't trust her. I mean, yeah, yeah. This so 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 far, this is the least trustworthy character Bunker's had, and he had Rogar. So <laughs> that says a lot. Yeah, yeah. It, does. yeah, yeah it, it does. does. It does. Right. They're fucked. Yeah. Right. So in in the morning, or whenever it is, I guess we'll uh, we'll make our way out. I'm assuming Max is going to show us the way to leave the castle, or the the place we're at. Anyway, it's not castle, is it? Yeah, it's like a mini castle. It's like a little stronghold on the cliffs. Um, Yeah, so yeah, if you are staying the night just to sleep, Dr. Trask can show you to some rooms if you would like. Cool. As he sort of ominously floats past you all, he kind of inclines his head for you all to follow. I'm trying to stay as far away from that motherfucker as possible. (laughs) He is. You see, he sort of stares at you a little bit, Sophia, just, just while he's waiting at the door. Did you guys get on then? Tommy whispers, not particularly quietly. I, I throw daggers, and I actually want to throw a dagger. Can I get a dagger out? If you wish. <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with me, Tommy. What? I don't know. Fuck don't off. Tell me shit. Fine. I will. Read the room. Read something. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> actually, actually, I have. I've, I've been practicing. Right, right. Just give me two seconds. Right, hang on. I wrote this down a bit earlier. Eat a dick, Sophia. There we go. <laughs> well, I could do. He's in an emerald right now. It's true. Yes, but we already went through this. <laughs> the shit would not be pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, so as you are, you know, nicely guided out of the room, Dr. Trass will sort of talk over his shoulder a little bit and just go, do you require separate accommodation? Or no. are you all sleeping together? One room. Hmm. Yeah, boy. Tommy raises a hand for a high five. <laughs> I'm looking at my nails. Where's Dick when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Then he leads you up to one of the higher levels that you guys didn't explore previously. And you can see that the stronghold is better kept in some of these areas, but it is still quite dusty and still not that lived in. He takes you to a reasonably large-looking room, the bed on one side and a couple of sofas, you know, because Joseph needs his sex sofas everywhere. And <laughs> he uh, opens the door and says, I believe this will do. And as he starts to float away, he does go past you, over here and goes, Glad to see you in such good health, my dear. No thanks to you, now fuck off. He sort of nods at you and keeps on going. Why is he floating, Cookson? Because he can. <sighs> I mean, yeah, let's be honest, if you could float, you would, wouldn't you? Definitely. Should we refer to him as the floater? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys you guys are both staying in the same room? We're all staying yes. in the same way. Solara Solara as well, I guess. Yeah, Solara as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to turn turn the other way, mostly. Well, are you... If I try and enter the room, are you going to kick me out or not? Is the question. Oh, it's a good question. No? Yeah, we're doing watches, so you might as well. Fair enough, fair enough. You can, no? you can, you can, you can, you can stay up and, like, or whatever to every time we try and um, engage you in conversation. Maybe Solara could stay up with her. Oh, I mean, they're going to get on like a house on fire. 
Well, just stay, so you know, stay um, away from my woman. I, I'm, I'm totally not into doing any watches because I know it's all safe. Yeah, well, of course you do, because it's your boss downstairs. But we've just we have just entered into a very, very uneasy alliance, and we're not ready to uh, put our trust in the big man just yet. So, That's fine, uh, but um, you know, gotta think he, uh, you know, he did, he did bring you here. He did, uh, you know, give you some help. He's not exactly done anything out of the ordinary. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Still time though, isn't it? And besides, I mean, I don't know. I know fuck all about him except that he was uh, pretty fucking terrifying because he's incredibly powerful, apparently. Um, but Sophia knows a little bit more, probably not a lot more than you do. So uh, I'll probably just uh, shut the fuck up and uh, dish your tail, love. All right. Now I'm going to enjoy watching you die. Cool. You don't get Let's paid carry if you on die. Then. Your job is to protect us. You know that, right? You dumb bitch. Ooh, nasty mouth on you. Yes. And suddenly soap's going to appear. Tommy's just going to look like, is that the same brand? I'll take it and pass it to you, Tommy. Flicks it into the bag of holding again. Pulls the string tight and tucks it up. Right, I'm going for Kip, who's going for first watch. I'll do first watch. Unless, right, do we want to actually talk to each other right now or are we just gonna like dim the watches and we've got plenty of time for later actually what time is it now uh it's late afternoon so if you guys were getting ready to rest and everything Mm. now you could set off quite early in the morning that's super early shall we shall we do that or do we want to does anybody want to engage in conversation with um britney yet (laughs) (laughs) So, Brittany, what exactly are you other than an aging pop star? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, uh, I came here to study uh, under Willem, and my parents put it together, and you know, uh, I think um, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing quite well. Um, Definitely far smarter than all of you. And, um, you know, here to be on the right side of things at the minute. But, but the uh, last person that thought they were smarter than us became an emerald. Yeah, but I'm uh, more than confident and smarter than him, my dear. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know about that because he was like one of the smartest people on the planet. He was, he was, he was very <laughs> fucking smart. Truly the smartest person. <laughs> and then they gave rolls. a fucking idiot. <laughs> hey, I took my role. <laughs> Out of character. I took my role, right? And it's not my fault that I didn't, I didn't see any traps or any spells or all that jazz. Right? I'm new to the smartness. Seemed, seemed legit. <laughs> seemed legit. And I wouldn't mind. I didn't expect it to open. I just thought, ah, I'll fiddle with the knob a bit. Because <laughs> Dick fiddles with, well, at least his knob, but knobs. <laughs> Thumb knobs. His knob and inanimate object knobs. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, yeah, I've been, I've been, 
I've been here quite a while, and, uh, you know, safe to say it's going quite well. So what, are you studying uh, Big Man's Tower, then, or are you following him on quests and stuff? Little here, little there. Um, tend to go where Willem goes. Since, you... you know, he's the one I'm studying under, after all. So do you often get seconded to uh, random adventurers who are going to do uh, the big boss's bidding? Mm. Mm. No. Safe to say this might be a bit of a first, but then again, special circumstances with, uh, you know, uh, Miss Potty Mouth over there. And, um, you know, she's, she's important despite her... Mm. Uncouth way, shall we say? For, so, you think it's it's definitely that, and not just uh, you might have pissed uh, Willem off or the big boss off, and so he sent you on off on a suicide mission with uh, a bunch of rubes. Oh, definitely not. I do not make mistakes, and I do not piss people off. Uh, t- Tommy's gonna, just going to look at Sophia at that moment. <laughs> just like, that, your hair's a mistake, love. <laughs> Tommy's just going to burst out laughing at the, like, as, <laughs> and You definitely have pissed people off. Definitely. Definitely. And as you say that about her hair, she removes her hood and she has no hair. She is perfectly shaven. Oh. I wasn't talking about that hair, love. Uh, she's, uh, football uh, people tend to get a bit, um, Sophia, just, just, just leave it, alright? Bold people. Yeah, yeah, they get a bit funny. <laughs> they get a bit funny. <laughs> when, when, sometimes when you mention the fat, like hair and that, you know, just don't. don't. Racial trait: we don't grow hair. Yeah, you also oh. know she doesn't have eyebrows either. So, so, yeah. so, so, so why is it shaved? Um, but anyway, <laughs> just in case. No. <laughs> I was, I was, that was, that was me saying bald. Oh no! Yeah. No, I, 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 I just like I, I, actually like that. I like the idea that she does shave it, even though she can't grow hair, just because, just, like, it's just the extra vanity thing, like, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Well, okay, and uh, so I'm guessing you're uh, been sent by your parents to study here. Uh, come far. What is your race exactly? <laughs> Straight blunt on the nose. Keeping I mean, the uh, tradition of royals everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Where are you really from? <laughs> <sighs> How can I put it in a simple way for someone of you? Um, let's say I'm from a place quite far away from where you know. We are Veldalkin. The we are very rare. We are. Mm, suppose you would you you would liken us to elves, but uh, in, interestingly, uh, you know we can breathe underwater for <gasps> an, for an hour or so because uh, you know we uh, well kind of partially amphibious, shall we say? And um, yes, I am actually from royalty. <laughs> um, but. Alas, we are all tasked with the pursuit of perfection, and despite my young age, I am very, very close. How uh, how old are you then? 
<laughs> quite a spry 23, I'll have you know. But we don't oh, okay. tend to reach maturity until 40. Uh, okay, so you're, you're not like the elves then, you don't live, you're not like 3,000 years old or something, and you look about 12. Fair play. Well, I suppose it would be kind of hard to tell how old somebody is when they've all been like, well, when, when they, when you're, when, when, when they've got no, when they've got no hair and they're kind of like, I mean, unless, real, unless, unless, like unless she's unless skinned and whatnot, I suppose. It'd be yeah, fine. unless she's like wrinkly or something like that, I guess eventually they probably do start to like fall apart. But yeah, when you reach maybe. like the 400 mark, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. All right. Okay. So you're uh, Miss Perfect then, along with everyone else in your race. Well, always in the pursuit of, shall we say, is rather important to us. Okay. I must uh, breed a lot of uh, competition and jealousy. <laughs> well, you know, we, we, there, there is a reason we are quite rare, you know, and uh, so there's not mm, that great a competition out there, I guess. Mm. Fair enough. Well, you won't, you won't get any from us anyway. No, I, I, I do, do not worry. I was already aware of this, but. Uh, I must say, Mr. Hawkins, you uh, do seem to have a, a talent for killing. Yeah, killed a lot of stuff. Killed my first vampire the other day, oh, earlier. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, killed giants, killed trolls, killed ogres, killed orcs, killed people, killed dwarves. Did you kill a dwarf? I don't know. A lot of things, anyway. Uh, yeah, killed demon. Killed, yeah. Yeah, killed a lot of stuff. Quite good at it. Never killed uh, one of you lot, though. Well, I doubt you'd have the chance. But... Probably not, no. You seem like you probably kill each other more than anyone else. So, um, just just out of curiosity, I understand why uh, why Sophia is here. I, in fact, I understand why uh, Solari is here. Hi, sweet. Oi, leave her alone. I don't quite understand your conviction for being here well uh like my uh emerald mate we are uh big fucking heroes and we're here to save the world in the <laughs> meantime to save the world we need a few more allies on our side or allies of convenience and your dad is well the nearest and probably best option right about now so we are helping him out so he helps us out a bit later on Simple as that. Can I insight check him? Yeah. I'm just, I just, I mean, I'm genuinely interested as to, it seems just too random. <laughs> okay, go for it. Uh, was it the first roll? Yeah, 15. Okay, um, well, it's persuasion, technically, because I'm not lying. Uh, it's a nine, though, because Tommy has zero charisma, so it's up to you whether you believe him. Oh, well, I suppose... I mean, I'm not really trying would, to persuade you. I suppose you. she would believe that he's just that stupid to have just gone along with it, and this is where he is. <laughs> you know, he, he's there. He just carries on. There's no, there's no, there's no reason for it. I mean, there's 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 a reason, and the reason is saving the world. And to yeah, do that, but... we need to make some allies because we don't actually make a lot of friends. Uh, ask him. Ask her. Even um, where's Valmin again? She's ever been there. Arkenveld. Yeah, she might have some knowledge. If if Tommy wants to disclose that, I mean, do you, do you, or, he, he, 
so Sophia, you're probably going to have to remind me because my first thought really wasn't to ask her about it. But I mean, I I probably would if you reminded me. And I. Oh, uh, so you're well travelled. Um, well, not from round here. Have you heard of? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Just that noble coming to the surface here, right? <laughs> Completely. <laughs> I mean, this, these... these... <laughs> oh, We're man. really being snobby on purpose. It's just coming out. Is it? <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. God. It's like it's like being at fucking private school, isn't it? <laughs> um... <laughs> How would you know? I don't, just, uh, I've, I've, I've seen enough shows. I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> We've seen like four episodes of Wednesday, and all of a sudden, we're, we're we know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever um heard of Arkenveld? We have a friend who's uh visiting. Should have heard of Coxon because I have no idea if I would have not. Um, do me a let's say history. Twenty-eight. Fuck me. This dude's uh, intelligence. Yeah, Brittany has skills. Oh yeah, <laughs> Brittany definitely has skills. <laughs> yes. So, um, yes, Brittany. I mean, you're from the uh, a capital city far to the south of this continent called Macalus, which is mainly gnomish run, but obviously you have your Vedalcan enclave there. And one of the big things about that place is it's striving for progress and the uh, advancement of technology and it does a lot of trade with groups like the firm and other they don't really have a moral line on these things right they'll find progress wherever they can so you would have heard the name arkenveld in terms of supplies coming from there you know it's overseas somewhere you weren't entirely certain where but it sounded quite far from Macalus, like the prices for equipment from there were incredibly high so you imagine maybe even all the way on the other side of the world but you're not certain exactly where but yes you've heard the name okay and i will belay that all right so you don't know much then right thanks for that some of your enclave may know more though ones who do direct deal directly with traders because you are obviously quite young it's not the sort of things you get involved in so, um, you know, maybe some people I know might know a bit more because, you know, being that, you know, I, I'm quite young and it's not really my place to deal with trade. You know, I'm I'm kind of above that. So, you know, maybe some people I know might know, but I'm pretty sure it's quite a distance. Right. I look Tell at Tommy and be like, it's something. Tommy shoots her a thumbs up. Cool. Um, yeah, well, I mean, looks like we're stuck together anyway. You know I can kill stuff. Did, were you watching when I slayed the vampire, or is it just like you just look at me and think, yeah, that guy kills people? Well, um, it's safe to say I know, uh, I probably know bits and pieces about yourselves. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, Maximilian has, uh, has eyes everywhere, and, um, you know, it's just uh, you know, it's, it's it's quite it's quite obvious. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess uh, I guess my reputation precedes me then. In any case, you know what I can do. I shoot stuff. I stab stuff. I'm guessing you cast spells, yeah? 
yes, uh, I, I do cast spells, and uh, you know, I do quite a quite a quite a lot of different things. Uh, I wouldn't say there's just uh, one school of thought. <laughs> cool. So some kind of some kind of mage, I'm guessing. Then uh, I'm trying to think of something that I can do to like. Show I mean, off. You, you, I, 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 saw, I saw mage hand earlier, so Tommy's like, yeah, uh, mages mages cast that, right? Um, so I mean, th- this is the extent of Tommy's knowledge, but he's trying not to show how little he does know about magic just yet. Do you have a prestidigitation or something? That's the go-to normally. For yeah, little tricks. I do not. But hmm, how about this? I tell you what. Um, how about I show you something? Um, have you got anything uh, that uh, I don't know needs fixing? Anything that uh, you might have broke recently? Do I? What have you got? I think, in, I think you. I think yeah, and I think one of your guns misfired. Did it not? Yeah, I mean, I'd normally fix that myself. That's, that's a bit of a close subject. Uh, yeah, I got a. Uh, a gun that's not working. Uh, what are you going to do to it? Why don't I show you? And I will touch it with one finger and fix it using mending. You watch as she just lays a finger on the gun, and it's almost like the gun itself is covered in this little warping field, and you watch almost as if time seems to reverse around the weapon and the little bit of damage on the barrel the blocked shot, all of it seems to undo itself, and the pistol is mended. Tommy, with um, kind of very dexterous fingers, kind of um, unlike the rest of his appearance, shall we say, uh, very quickly disassembles the gun, um, kind of in his hands as you're watching, not needing a table or anything like that, and checks all the parts out quite meticulously. And then very quickly reassembles it again and tucks it back away in its holster and goes, yeah, not bad. Not bad. And let's be honest, that is as good as you're going to get from Tommy Huff. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you uh, you magic stuff. Cool. That, that'll probably come in handy. Do you, can you, like, make things go on fire and shit like that as well? Or, like, make things, like, explode or, or kill lots of people by thinking about it really hard? Indeed, I can. Uh, one of my uh, one of my more fun times, I say. Excellent. Well, I'm sure uh, you'll prove valuable when we get into a scrap. Right. Can we? Do you want to do rests, or should we just pack up and go? Well, what? We're not leaving now, are we? Well, I mean, like, are we saying we're doing a long rest and then going? Yeah, yeah, basically. Do, do do we have anything else to say? Is what I'm saying, or should we should we like it's the next morning kind of thing, or like it's night time and cooks and springs something on us, whichever. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> gonna be one of that. Yeah, but what, what 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 whatever. I'm just like, yeah, are we we are we ready to move on? Sounded like you guys are wrapping up. Yep. yep. Okay, so you wanted to do watches. Who's watching first and who's sleeping? Okay, we are gonna do something cool. Uh, <laughs> I'll watch first. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm kind of wanting like Brittany and and Solara to go last. I don't think Brittany was doing a watch, right? You were just saying. Okay. Uh, Brittany's Br- 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 just going to sleep, probably. Br- Br- you know, I don't. I don't feel as though I need to do a watch, but I mean, since they suggested watching with Solara, and she might prove interesting, uh, why not? Okay. So Sophia, you're taking the first watch. Tommy and everyone else is going to sleep. 
and we draw a close on this day of vampire slaying and well you are all on the island of Teatrus. the red scourge swirls outside and vampires lurk in the dark as you drift off to sleep however Tommy ah yep I believe you asked for an audience with God and you begin to dream did I ask uh, so mm-hmm. in the episode Oh, yes. What exactly were the words I used again? I believe, much like the Candyman, you said his name many times. You did, you did. Who did he say? Matt, who did you say? Well, you'll find out next week. Oh, fuck's sake. that oh. is the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, thank you all for joining us. That was Gunpowder Treason No Plots. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash gtmp. We have a Twitter at Atries and No, but fuck knows what's going on with Twitter right now. So when this goes out, it might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who freaking knows? So what you better do is sign up to Patreon and get on our discords. You can chat to us there instead. But we also have a Facebook group and a WordPress website, all at at No. And I will hand you over to my co-hosts to say their own little goodbyes. <laughs> It's Ask Dick. It's Ask Dick. Nice. He silently screams into the void. <laughs> okay, uh, I have two dice. Mm-hmm. I have. Are we going to roll a sandwich? A four, yeah. Roll for sandwich. Yeah. I have a one. Uh, it's a forty-one. No, ah, bullshit. I have a five and an eight. It's a fifty-eight. Oh, fifty-eight. We haven't done fifty-eight. Let me see your eight. Mm-hmm. Fifty-eight. Mace of disruption. Ooh. Uh, when you hit What's a your feet... sword. Oh, it is. So I don't need Ooh. to talk about it. It does what it does. Well, you can still talk about it. It's a fun yeah. weapon. It's, <laughs> I was going to say, I started reading favorite. it. I was like, when you hit a Fenor and dead, I'm like, hmm. With this magical weapon, that creature takes an extra 2d6 radiant damage. If the target has 25 hit points or fewer after taking this damage, it must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or be destroyed. Did not remember that fact about that shit, so let's write that down somewhere. And on a successful save, the, tre- the creature becomes frightened of you until the end of your next turn. Ooh, Ooh. while you hold this weapon, it sheds a bright light at 20 foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. We are um we, we we for the first time ever we are going into somewhere where there is a lot of undead. So that's nice. It is nice, isn't it? First time I ever is... on the pod. We, we we did fight some undead before, I think, but that wasn't on pod. Uh, so yeah, that'll be good. That you you'll, you'll finally actually have a good use of your cleric abilities and weapons. I kill things. Yeah, but I I I still killed the first vampire. So. I helped. I got the assist. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, there. Cool. Oh, all right. Well, that's it. It is indeed. Thank you for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you in two weeks' time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. 
there. I'm Emily. I'm Erica. And we're your new best friends, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Listen to Grow Out of It every Sunday to make fun of us, as all best friends should, while we read our old creative writing from our childhoods. There's a first time for everything, the magnified voice <laughs> replied. Mm-hmm. My name is Morgus, and I will destroy you. <laughs> Classic Morgus. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.